Hello everybody, welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast. David Evans here. Look who's with me, Dan's here. Hello. Oh, that's jubilant as always. Hello. Hello. Adam's here. I'm here. Stu's here. Look who's with you. Listen who's with you. Don't correct me. <laughs> don't correct me. He's in a mood. Stu, so don't, don't make a start again. Yes, <laughs> for the fourth time. How, we, how are we all, gentlemen? We all good in life and general? Deflated. Coping. Yeah. Five days. <laughs> five days till the start of the Jets season. Go Jets! Yes. Against the Bills at six Choose in all green. Okay, I've just fallen out shimming full kit wanker mode here. Yeah, yeah obviously, that, obviously you can't see it, but Stu has been dipped in like Jets um, <laughs> juice or something. Jet oil. And this is what it's come out looking like. Or that, yeah. the, sh- the short's been dipped. No. no Not right. Jet from Gladiator either, it's the New York. No, I was more of a Lightning fan myself. <sighs> <laughs> mm. I was definitely dying on Udale. Yeah, dying on Udale all day long. Yeah, I've, I've always been different. I like the, mm. the, like the, not the, the poster boy, the poster girl. Lightning was probably second favourite. That's probably why I liked her more. We're going to have to start this again. We start no, we could... Classic start with been gladiators <laughs> and New York Jets. <laughs> this hard. is what people tune into. This <laughs> is the content they want. <laughs> Let's delay the inevitable as much as possible. Divion Bell's f- debut, hopefully, on uh, Sunday. Signed from Pittsburgh, thirty-three years old. Uh, yeah, no, this is all over my name. head. Yeah, it's a bit apt that Stu's wearing green, of course, because as of recording it, so it looks like the Wolves are going to unveil the third kit, the green third kit. Well, all the colours are green, so it must be. Although, brilliant segue there. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. segue. Um, this is a well third kit. It's always nice to have a third kit. It's a rarity. We don't bloody wear our away kit. No. <laughs> <laughs> Another mode of Wolves being massive. This is third kit. I mean, th- I mean, if it's the pictures that we, if it's a kit that we've seen in the pictures, this is basically Wolf saying, "Let's have as close a Mexican kit as possible," and I've want to welcome that. And <laughs> who's going to buy this? I wonder. Well, I, I was going to buy the. <laughs> I was going to get the cow shirt this week, but the, the merchandise cash has built up. But amazing that they haven't paid us the fifteen pen that they said they was going to do. A lot. No, it was supposed to. Yeah. It was supposed to be in yesterday, Monday. As of yesterday's recording, oh, we set a calendar reminder to check. As well. <laughs> no, see, I, I, I double checked because I thought I'm sure they said the second, and then I went off and I googled merchandise cash 1920, and it was there. <laughs> First instalment, fifteen pound was this on that is, day. This is a complaint via podcasting form. <laughs> oh, I've emailed them. You already <laughs> tweeted, haven't you? I saw it earlier. Yeah, I tweeted and I've emailed both oh. the club and the. Um, <laughs> Have you written a strongly worded letter yet? That's the ultimate, I think. No. Oh. Have you added Laurie just in case? <laughs> just in case it's probably some gravitas. It's, it's probably pop. Laurie's fault. That's why he's gone. <laughs> I wrote a letter to the FA once. Because? When Steve Ball got sent off at Oldham. <laughs> <laughs> saying that the referee had got it wrong and it, things should be like retrospectively rectified. Uh, did you get a reply? So it's I your got, fault I got, we got VAR. I got, I got a letter back oh, and okay. I got an FA pen and badge. Oh. This was did, like... Did that like make up for it? Did that make I was, up for I was it? quite... Um, not relieved but it was, <laughs> it was quite nice to actually be acknowledged the little man in the little the big football world and you wore that um, badge with pride uh, probably not probably not should have given that away at the fancast live yeah. I badge. don't know where that is an now. official FA badge Bully was still suspended for free games so <laughs> he, 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 as, as much as he was nice to be acknowledged send him a pen and badge that'll appease a badge a badge and a pen that'll appease him and hopefully had a certificate of authenticity with it as well that you could hand full ra- like you, you know hand write. full FA headquarters letterhead, the law. Do you remember who it was signed by? Graham Kelly. Was, that's the person <laughs> who I thought it might have been, I can't remember. Was it actual ink signed or was it just a generic no, photocopy? No, it was just probably the secretary, oh. wasn't it? 
that's the ultimate when you get the proper wet ink sign. The referee's decisions final was pretty much the be all and end all of the letter. Thanks for writing. Never <laughs> fuck off and have a pen and badge. You little shit. <laughs> Love Graham Kelly. Never write to us again. Pretty much. Um, yeah, the th- but yeah, the third kit. Yeah, <laughs> let's get back to that. Do you think they'll do a limited sale again like they did with the blue away kit? Oh, please go. That was fun. No, that was the the free for all. How much year. didn't they only like sell like? I'm just thinking off uh, a figure off the top of my two hundred or something, and the, the club th- shop was just rammed. No, they they had a limited sale of it, I think it was two thousand in the end. Um, but it was straight after kickoff, so it's the the one and only time I, I was waiting on the stairs at the full time whistle, and I re- legged it from the from the t- Steve Upper round inter- to the club shop and still bought one. It's an interesting tactic. I bought two it? actually. Why well, said it straight after kickoff and many people in the oh, room still full time? Sorry, a full time. Yeah, but the um, it worked. I think it caused absolute chaos. There was no organisation whatsoever, and I, I bought a large and extra large because there was no time to try it on. Uh, but third kit, yeah, it's all good. I think it'll be nice, I presume. <laughs> what we should make predictions now on what game it should be it'll be worn on. I've already done this. It's gonna be in Europe, isn't it? Surely. Probably It doesn't have to I be. Th- it's not a rule. Maybe. <laughs> I think I don't know. they'll do it on the biggest well, I don't know the biggest platform, but the most I don't know. I, I, my gut is Are we gonna wear it at Watford away just to, really to piss, piss them off? It has to be one at Watford away anyway. Watford at Watford at home <laughs> <laughs> just for the PR. Oh, I think yeah. first first away game. Well, we've got no um, gold shorts this year, so Newcastle, Newcastle, Bournemouth would be the ones, and Watford. Basic task away. Probably, yeah. That's where it will be unveiled. Unveiled? Maybe it's the new arm kit. (laughs) (laughs) And we just go full Mexico on it now. Could be. It's where the money is. (laughs) Okay. Imagine if they do go full Mexico and like it's unveiled with someone coming out in a sombrero on a donkey with someone eating Doritos <laughs> they're just going to go they're going like to ramp this Mexico thing up to full stereotypical <gasps> max when, like, what if it's unveiled by Sin Cara tomorrow <laughs> probably he's, got, he's still got his aura in the yeah, club yeah, yeah. so he's probably still going to okay so third kit yeah all good let's see what that looks like when it comes out uh, right this is I know we keep saying every single week we're not going to mention it again but this is actually going to be the last time we're going to mention it a live show is available everybody to download you can get the full episode now uh, right it's not going to be appear on your normal feed on your body tunes or where do you get yours from? Um, <laughs> Podcast Addict. Is okay, it won't be. It won't appear on there either. No, won't appear on any of them. You have to go to wallsfancast.bandcamp.com, uh, and we are charging two pound fifty for the episode. But don't worry, because we are donating the profits that we make to that to Mind. Uh, Mind, uh, a mental health charity that provides support and advice to anyone facing the challenges of mental health. And you can go to mind.org.uk to find out more. Uh, yeah, two pound fifty. Most of it goes to charity. That's well. an endorsement in itself to go listen to fun with the fancast. Less than a point in most places. Yeah. So. Might, you might as well. One hour, 37 minutes of fancast live glory. I mean, that's not going to put you off, is it? It shouldn't do. No. It shouldn't do. But it's excellent to do it for charity as well. It was, it was a great night and great for charity as well. Uh, you know, something close to my oh. heart. So, um, yeah, we're not in it for ourselves. No, for, the, for the money, it's all, it's all going to a good cause. So... Uh, download the way, everyone. So for less than a point, yep. you can listen to drunken gibberish for an hour and a half. Yeah, exactly. And with those beers, it's turbo drunk gibberish. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that is literally the last time I'm going to mention it now. So go buy, listen, enjoy. It's good. It I think you need to put like a written, uh, signed affidavit on the, the Twitter feed to say, I hereby will no longer mention the live show. <laughs> yeah. 
because they might not. They might think they might slip another one in there the yeah. following week. Get an affidavit. They're going to do it again. No, don't do it again. Uh, gents, we need to mention um, one of Fancast favourites, Wolves' favourite people in the world, Mr. Dean Saunders. <laughs> everyone. Um, He's only had one point. <laughs> it's a bit annoying this was because this came out what the day after we'd done the podcast last week. He's like, damn it! Just like ten minutes before we went on stage, wasn't it? It's like, no, this was, was, wasn't it. This was last week. No, it was after. What happened on the night of the podcast? Something happened about 10 minutes before we went on stage that we missed. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Zenga put the uh, picture on from... uh, And that got mentioned as well. Yeah. Yeah. That got mentioned on the live show anyway. Yeah. Because he put it on... Oh, um, I've said it again. The live show. (laughs) Don't mention it. We won't won't mention the live show again because the next one's going to be an evening with... (laughs) 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 Anyway, Dean Saunders. um, Look, he was was given a 10-week jail term for failing to provide a breathalyzer test. And then he spent one day before going out on bail for an appeal in October. Yes. That appeal's going to be successful. <laughs> Have you seen that video of him, of the police I video? I think we've all saw the football. Oh, I'm, s- I'm still an, on the defensive side. I can't remember why I was defensive. I was being <laughs> awkward on that day. But What, defending Justine Saunders in general at Wolves? or the uh, Why he's so disliked, it's, as I said, it's not his fault he was such a shit manager. His mate gave him the job. He didn't like say he didn't get Steve Morgan over a table with a gun and say, "Oh, I'm having that Wolves job." He was given that job by a mate. He was a shit manager. So, what's the difference between what Dean Saunders did to what Terry Connor did? I think um, for me, this is a probably semi-serious point. It doesn't. It doesn't matter how bad he was as a manager. It doesn't matter how bad he is as a pundit. But if you're going to get beyond the wheel of a car, you deserve everything you get, don't you? So you can put everything else aside. I think everyone's just everyone's just putting two feet in on him because he's been a bit of a. Mm. Just I'll just give you a bigger shovel so you can keep <laughs> digging. I mean, without appeal, it'll, they'll probably look at that. I mean, without how most things go, he'll probably get a week off or some off his off his term and sentence. But either way, he'll only spend about two or three weeks in jail anyway before he's out. But that'll um, be a, that'll be a loophole he gets out of. Otherwise, you would have spent more than a day inside, wouldn't they? You'd think he paid the bail, though. So that's just how it works, eh? Yeah. But you, you'd think if it, if it was following football rules, it'd get it'd get twelve years for a frivolous appeal. Let's talk about Europe, shall we? <laughs> 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 We're leaving. We're leaving on whatever day Boris says. <laughs> right, Wolves are through to the group stage of the Europa League after a two-one win over Torino, five-three on aggregate. Uh, Basic Task, Braga, and Slovan Bratislava are the teams, gentlemen. The bees. The three Bs. You were so hoping that it was words that you could say. <laughs> <laughs> I've been practising those names. Uh, ties play between the 19th of September and the 12th of December. Gentlemen, I never thought it'd come to the day where would be excited to see Ashley Cole draw our name out of a bowl. You struggle, you, we struggle with some names. Yeah. <laughs> you're, talking about, you're, talking, you're talking about... Yeah. Oh, it's just painful, that was. Well, the draw in general was a bit painful in places, wasn't it? it? The other guy said, we know what you mean. <laughs> he said, yeah. it's Spaniel. Um... But we've done it, lads. We're in it. Group stage. We're in proper Europa League territory now. We're actually physically in the actual competition. None of these qualifications. We get the Europa League music. We get all the artwork. <laughs> we got to get the brand in there and everything. Yeah. Is it, it's BT. Oh, yeah, it'd be BT Sport now, won't it? Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm looking Everyone can to. cancel the Premier Sports subscriptions <laughs> if, you've, if you've done it that <laughs> way. Premier Sports just is a math decline. <laughs> we've probably kept them alive <laughs> last month. We've well, pretty much won the cup. Yeah, already. Yeah, morally we've won it. 
but can we physically win the cup? That's, uh, yes. that's the next thing. Yes. Hashtag wondering to Gdansk. <laughs> on pa- look, you know, on paper, looking at those names, you would think this should be a, a group that we can get out of. Top yeah, two. We'll top the group. We won't lose a game. Oh, <laughs> Stu's been bold. Which is... The way the season's planned out, that we clearly couldn't give a shit about the Premier League anymore. So if we're going to take the Europa League this seriously, then I'd, I'm conf- remarkably confident. I mean, I really enjoyed that game against Torino last week. No, I was quite tearful at the end when I thought that we are actually in Europe properly now. We will lose a game, but it'll be the one that we lose when we've already qualified. Yeah, well, then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't count. It was, you know, good game, like you said, shoot, good game last week. It was twitchy at times, though, because there was at times I was thinking... Torino might have come away from that thinking they had some we, chances towards we, we could, they could have if that goal um, that shot they had near the end when it just curved past the post mm. that had gone in with what maybe six seven minutes to go yeah. they would have really fancied to pull another one but yeah. I think they, did, they didn't go they didn't sort of go attacking early enough in the game mm. for, for us to be under that much pressure off I think they really pulled you know they really pressured for the first ten minutes and then we got into we got once we got the goal really yeah, sucker punching wasn't that it? was it and then when we got the replot, when we got Dendonka scored his second, it kind of killed the game off. But they did really go. I, just, I don't know. I, I, I looking back at the game, I just look back and I think they might have come away from that thinking we could have actually got a win there. I love Belletti as well. He's, a, he's like, a, like an Italian Ashley Barnes. <laughs> he's, it reminds me like physique wise of like Carlos Tevez because he's not in. He's not a prime physical athlete. Uh, he, lo- he looks so. like he's been nailed into the floor. He's got like a bit of a barrel chest about him. He's like he's not really. He, he likes a late night McDonald's after training. I couldn't believe he was that young. He's got something about him though. I don't know. Oh, good player though. Yeah, it's a quality player. Well, uh, it was but, a lovely goal as well. They scored the header. Yeah, really fast well, Don't forget before we, before we started suffering with injuries, he was I think he was one of the first picks for Italy. Playing up front. Oh really? Okay. So and but he, he struggled with injury the last couple of seasons. Hence why you know he's dropped up off the mm. pitch a little bit. But and well, hence why he hasn't. Got, he's still at Torino and hasn't gone to one of the bigger teams. But he's quality. I mean, for me on on the draw, a part of it, part of it still hasn't. It's not. I don't think it's fully sunk in yet. Really. I mean, I've booked flights to Braga. No, to Porto but for the Braga game. Yeah. We've saw the draw. We're in. I can see, but it just still hasn't. I don't think he'll probably sink in until like I'm out there, like watching a game live at the stadium. I just for me, I think it's when you when, hear when that Europa League music. You're like, oh my god! I can't remember what it is. This one, Europa League. <laughs> That's my version. That's I prefer your yeah, version. Yeah. But uh, yeah, until I'm sat there or stood there just watching the game in at, at the Braga Stadium, Stadio Municipal. I forgot Ooh, it then. Very nice. Very nice. Um, looking at that cliff. Where the, the north yeah, stand will be. Is it cut out of a cliff, the stadium, or is just. Yeah, they don't, they don't put yeah. the cliff there afterwards. Oh, you imagine if they had. <laughs> they haven't asked for a cliff as part of the stadium design. <laughs> that was there before the stadium. Um, yeah, it, it'll probably sink in when I come there. And I'm thinking, oh, I'm actually watching you know, Wolves in, the, in, in a fully, like, official Europa mm. League group stage game, not a qualifier, not a pre qualifier, anything like that. Which they, that all look brilliant. Yeah. You know, put that to one side, but a fully fledged group stage game. Because, yeah, for, for me at the minute, it still hasn't properly sunk in. And when, when people ask me, oh, what's your Europa League group stage like? I think, yeah, yeah, it's all right. Well, it's doable. <laughs> well, with, them pri- yeah. with the prices today as well for the three games. Superb. Yeah, I think that's a really good deal. That's a really good thing the club have done. So fair play to them for doing that. What is it, 55 for the three yeah, home games? 60 for Steve Ball and uh, Billy Wright. 60 quid for three games. You for, for the posh people in the side seats. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, could have left it like an, they could have put like the deadline a week after, really, for me. 
just because just just, just, for, just for payment <laughs> reasons. I mean, the schedule of games were Braga at home first, then Bisitask away, a double header of Bratislava, then Braga away, then Bisitask at home. So theoretically, by the time we've those first four games, we should really be through, really, shouldn't we? You were thinking that the last game could be the uh, the group decider, maybe who wins, who tops that group, the shootout. <laughs> I think the reason why quite of us are quite confident as well is just given the quality of the team, but also a lot of, of over half of our team not going to be new to this Europa League schedule qualification. I mean, Patricio has done it all. I'm, I think I'm sure Bolly did it for Porto. Uh, Matinho's obviously been won the bloody thing, hasn't he? Neves has done it. Uh, Jota's done it. So Jimenez has done it. We've all got players who are very comfortable with it. The, it's not new to anyone. So it's obviously going to be new to like the Codys and Bennett's and. Gibbs White to the world. Would Matino have won it when it was the UEFA Cup? Yeah. I presume. So he walks around. Oh, better in my day, lads. <laughs> when it was the UEFA Cup, it was far better. Yeah, he's our AJ, so he remembers. <laughs> remembers the glory days. Better when it was the Littlewoods Cup. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, Bratislava's ground is the Slovakia's national stadium. It's a brand new one, isn't it? It's yeah. It's a spanking new stadium. Brand spanking new stadium. <laughs> You don't go there for to be spanked. Well, maybe you do. In a, in a new way. It's Bratislava. You know. That's why we're all banned. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, like you say, that that it, they've got a stadium banned for two Europe games, is it? Yeah. Or basically, when we play them, should it be aged, shouldn't they? Really? Are people still going to go over? Do you think? Just to I have be... some seen some people on Twitter who've gambled and they have bought flights and whatever. But if you can gamble for 60, 70 quid a flight, then you might as well. Yeah, yeah. So. That'll, that'll be a bar with it on. I mean, how many people are going to Braga just for the piss up? I know a few of my mates have got no chance of getting tickets. Mm, yeah. What was the England game? Was it, the, the, it was behind closed doors? Was it Croatia? When they, like about, oh, it was terrible. about 10 fans were perched up on that mountain to watch the game. It was it oh, was yeah. absolutely it was just and didn't they get didn't they get Jeremy Carragher to like run over there and do a bit of a box pop over there as well? <laughs> it was just a dreadful, <laughs> dreadful noise. We're watching England's not the best in qualifiers anyway, but that was that was dire. Well, apparently it's one pound fifty a pint in Bratislava. So, if we just say Braga, then I, will, didn't, I hadn't looked at that part. There will be people on the piss in Bratislava. Yeah. Come what may. That's why you, if that decision gets overturned, you might get laid deals anyway at the same price. Not from Birmingham, but you might get Manchester and other places. So, no one ruled it out. I did find it strange that um, the, from Birmingham, there's no direct flights to to Porto. You've got to go via Frankfurt or. Uh, Alaska. <laughs> yeah, I just thought. I just thought maybe I'm being a bit naive. I just thought, you know, I thought Birmingham, Port, Birmingham, second city in our country, but Porto, pretty big European city. I thought mm, it should be a direct flight. No, so we, we sell you. No. I'm going for Manchester <laughs> instead. We're going straight to Plymouth and back in a cup game. Yeah, <laughs> you used to be flying to. But of course, you never mentioned the, the big news, which was the uh, the 15 pound for Reading. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think they can charge any less, though, for the greedy EFL reasons. I mean, we, the sensible pricing would have been 10, unless there's there's some sort of regulations yeah. about it. That's what Watford charged, charged um, Coventry in the last round. So it's... Didn't they all activate lower ball proceedings? No, like, every, it, my, my <laughs> activate lower ball proceedings. Activate lower ball. I think after the, uh, after the furore of um, what happened in the Shrewsbury replay, when the lower ball was activated too early... And then people in the Steve Ball couldn't get their seats, and it was all a big cock up. I mean, depending on how games go up until that game, there's still a massive demand to go to Wolves games at the minute. So I think even if they haven't had to price it due to rules, 
they'll know they'll still sell tickets for 15 quid for that game. They'll still they'll still probably be about at, at least 14,000 I'd say. There'll be uh, more than that. It depends if pe- how the people how people react to this this European season ticket thing because you might get people just buying two games the and fa- then the leaving f- it for I think the, the fact there's still a massive demand for games and so many people who can't go to games they are going to take their any opportunity to go see the side. You're going to get 20k this game, depending on what results are before. I hope so. I wasn't completely <laughs> wrong, but I just... I mean, it's, it's still a bit of an old Wolves thing. Because you, you could say that the foot you could have easily argued we would have got 14k for Shrewsby oh, well, yeah, in, that's, the, in the replay. That's what, got I, that's what I expected. I completely expected that when they said lower bowl. And I thought, okay, fine, fair enough. But to not go with that straight away, they might be expecting that. The one thing that had a lot of demand was Skyscanner. Yeah. <laughs> on the night I think the prices of Porto were going up by the second I think when we booked out it, was, it went up from the time my mate had logged in to get it all done to when he actually booked it it gone up by 50 quid Robin Bastards bloody Thatcher's Britain eh <laughs> these Europeans <laughs> gentlemen we're going to have to we've been delaying the inevitable <laughs> well we're now going to have to talk about this bit which is 24 minutes in uh, Wolves' first loss of the season bear in mind this is 10 games in all competitions Wolves lost 3-2 away to Everton on Sunday afternoon Assayson Jimenez got the goals for Wolves but it wasn't enough there's a lot to talk about with this we said this on um, that piece with the Athletic a few weeks ago that actually sometimes when we've lost it's better because sometimes we've actually got more to talk about Uh, gentlemen defensively all over the place two huge errors can you not just chalk this up as a bad day at the office I wasn't that angry or mad compared to everyone else around me as it seemed at the end but Brassel said something today that says sometimes you look at the results and then you try and work out the performance based on the score yeah we were back yeah we're backwards from the scoreline when actually if we come away with, that, with a point, everyone would have been loving it. Because they weren't great again. They were just typical Everton. And I'm not going to win silver runs again, but they didn't really do that much. They they won the game through three absolutely ridiculous errors. Well, two errors in trial right? But the performance was just... Mm, but so were they. Because for me. You, I mean, you, Patricio pulled off two good saves, but they were... We were dead and buried at that point. I mean, could you argue that, yes, you know, both teams defensively were poor, and that's probably where the frustration is, is that there was a result to get there, even a draw, and somehow Wolves just completely throw it away. Yeah, it was It's just. It was just one of them that it wasn't like the, oh, the worst result of the Nuno and all that stuff. It really wasn't. It was just defensive mistakes that you can't, you can prepare all you want, but you can't legislate for things like that happening. For me... Yeah, it is a bit of a cliche. I've just, I've, I'm not really that bothered by it. At I think all. it's too early in the season as well. I think just, a lot of people are getting really het up by it, and I don't really see the reason as to why. We've, we've just had a few, sh- we've had a few shockers. A few individual players in that that game had a few shockers. Um, Everton, yeah, as do said, Everton aren't. They're still, he's still trying to find out his best team. Yeah, Silver is. So he's. He, I, they were functional. We just we just give them two, arguably all of their goals. Um, Bolly had a bit of a shocker. Let's be honest, from start to yep. finish. Um, I know. So going through the goals, Cody obviously. Had, let's face it, he had a major cock up 
for the first Which one. Which is rare, because, you know, the communication and between the two is usually bang on. Well, that's mainly why he's in the team, for his talking, hmm. and, you know, being able to play it from the back. And he doesn't make that many, you know, categorical errors, if hardly if any. So that was... You know that it's was uncharacteristic. Out of character you could, for yeah. him. So you're right. You're talking. We go. Okay, okay, that was a bad start. But then to equalise pretty much straight away. Fine. Troy Ray making it pretty much. You know, he, I mean, he's just you can't drop him at the minute no. for me. Like Troy Ray, where he's playing. And then I think for the second one, Bolly. He's just dived in. Uh, Vinagre is nowhere to be seen. He's just gone. <laughs> he's out of the picture. And Bolly's dived in, missed the ball, and they've, they've crossed it in. And then unfortunately, Troy Ray's not followed his man. But that's gonna he's, that's gonna but, happen because he's learning the position but anyway. That's gonna so. happen because he's not a he's not a, a, he's been trained to be a wing back, mm. but he's he's been he's played what six games there or yeah. so. So he's not you can't expect him to be to be playing the position to perfection at the minute. Um, but I mean, I, even I, a third goal was bizarre. You know, you got Ricardo jumping higher than he just he, want, he didn't know what he was doing. I'm not he sure did, what Bolly was doing there. He'd gone to sleep. Yeah. Because sure you could see as soon as, as soon as he had jumped him, you could see he was threw his threw his arms up in the air. He knew he'd fucked up, and he just switched off. He's like went like at Man City last season when he got sent off there, when he, he just complete rush of blood for absolutely no reason, where he just has these mad moments sometimes. I mean, you could still argue that that first goal from Everton is was very fluky anyway, not just because of how it was led up, but the fact that Carlison still hits the ground with the ball. And the fact that Patricia, both Patricia and Cody, are literally where the ball is at the same time in the air. It was a great dive from both Cody and Ricardo. It still goes in. I think sometimes in football, those things happen. You just got to let it go and be like, that's just the freaky nature of football. It was summed up that Fabian Delph was the best player on the pitch. He got mad at the match, didn't he? I think. I've no idea, but he was. I mean, playing without Matinho was. Considering they played him against the stupid farmers in, in Ireland and. <laughs> Punic and then to drop him against Everton well rest him against Everton seemed a bit bizarre for me but to be for that midfield should still have had more than enough to shackle Fabian Delph I'm interested in Dan's thought because he's like in that episode of Simpsons with the uh, the silent Chinese guy where you know he's going to do something and then when you close the door it's a massive karate kick Dan share those thoughts in your mind this sounds like a funeral this does <laughs> we've done it's lost that's the fourth a, game of the I'm season it's bizarre that's what I mean yeah. Spurs have not Spurs lost to Newcastle at home <laughs> we've lost to, we lost to Everton away with two ridiculous defensive mistakes so, I know which one I'd rather have Dan sorry your as thoughts I, as I said at the start of the episode I'm, I'm a bit deflated but I think it's all just because of how many games that we've had and I think going into the international break if we would have went into the international break undefeated there would have been no concerns. They would have gone out on holiday. They would have played for the country. They'd have been loving life. Come back, we'd have beat Chelsea, and then we got Europa to think about again. I think the first goal, you see Cody give Patricio the come and get it. Mm. He was nowhere near him. So but for that moment, then you clear Cody's clear. You got to clear your lines. And I think it's, that's been waiting to happen for a while. And I think I disagree. What you said with their conversations, mind. Whatever the word I'm trying to get the area <laughs> telepathy, whatever. Oh, okay, yeah. I, I think it's been waiting to happen. A mistake like that. There's a few times last season. I think Cardi put a few back passes to him, and he gets it stuck under his feet. He, I think his right foot's very clever at times. Yeah, he, he, you can see he was trying to play back to his left foot when he was running out at him. It was lucky. He was lucky. It wasn't a straight on goal. Yeah. Where Patricia was placed. I think that was waiting to happen. I'm still pissed off at 
Oh, Siggy's offside for me for this, this second. <laughs> Just because there's not the lines come out to say that he was offside. I want to see the lines to show that he was onside. Because if Sterling was offside that first week, he's offside there. That was still bizarre looking back. Because I remember watching it thinking... Oh, hang on, that's going to go to Vara. That's going to be offside. And the fact that it just nothing nothing was even mentioned. There wasn't even a, a pause from what I can remember of the referee. Nothing from saying, the commentators, it. nothing. It's it's almost like, oh, they've solved it and they've just not told anyone. I think what annoys, what annoys fans is that when like Neves scored against United, we were made to wait <sighs> two minutes Jeez, for yeah. that over a, a with, marginal call. With the perfect line. Yeah, how marginal was that goal? And then you... Exactly, and then something similar happens against us and there's not even... It's not even come up to say it's been checked. It's like it's like apparently that it has been checked, but every every There's no verification. I've not seen a picture to show that the lines have no, been. No, there wasn't one, and that's what I think. That's what everyone's it's wrong, isn't it? Everyone's pissed off about it because when I'm gone, so we score a perfectly legitimate goal. You make us wait and check it, and you you announce it that you're checking it. Mm. But then there's a, 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 a dubious offside. Whether it's offside or not, it's still dubious and would you know may need to be checked and scrutinised, which they all are after after the goal apparently. And yet, nothing. They just they just shot back to centre circle, kick off. Because even off if you, you check it and you clearly see it's not offside, are you going to go? Okay, well, not offside. Carry on. Well, but what? It, where we I, at the time, I was absolutely convinced. I thought was, they were all celebrating, and we were all going, do what you want. That was offside. He's going to be. It's going to be called back. And then when literally nothing happened, we thought, hang on. But none of us. That was another weird thing because none of us there thought, well, why has nothing been done? Well, obviously, it's just it's just not he's onside then. It's the fact of no checking. Yeah. You hear the farce from the Newcastle oh, game man. where I hadn't seen that. I only seen that today. That's ridiculous. That, it, the games, it's, the games are shambles. If that's correct, that the, the people in the, the VAR studio have missed that, and it should have been ruled out. If they've if they've missed it, how can they miss it? Well, they do. You know, then take away like they they're going Greece. Greece. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, if they haven't missed it and they've changed the rules, then why have they not said? Why don't they just tell it's us? Vars. I mean, it's vars. Vars. <laughs> the vars. Oh, a bad day was rounded up for Bolly for sending off literally like with 20 seconds to go we'll miss the game against Chelsea just wasn't Bolly's day wasn't it really he got a three week rest day do you think and this might be a strange one because some people throw out the whole Europa fatigue and you know we've played in the last at least the last couple of weeks two or three weeks three games in seven days at points do you think there, there, there is an element of fan fatigue as well not that you can't get enough of Wolves but sometimes almost that like the break has come at the right time because it just feels like yeah. There's just too much at the minute for me. When I when I got on the I got on the other turn on on Sunday, and I said to I said to old Roy, I said it seems like I haven't been on here for a month. You know, it's like two weeks from the Leicester game because the amount of games that we've played and the amount of games that we've been like on watching on telly and stuff, and it just seems like it's been going on forever. And that was before that before you even left. I thought it, it does seem like it's been. It's been going on for months and months and months already. It's like when you go on holiday and you go back to work and you are literally like, I feel like I was here yesterday. I know it's a bizarre thing to say. I just don't know whether the, the, the break is now well, welcome because we I'd, may need a week off. There has, been a, lot, there has been a lot of games, but that's, that's, that's a path we've had to take, isn't yeah. it, to get to get to, to get to where we are. So we've played 10. Everyone else has probably played, f- what, four mm. around us. Um, I mean, for me... I would have liked to have sort of drew or won whatever just because the longer that we don't win it just keeps feeding people's lazy 
um, the get a, is it uh, Europa yeah. will affect your league yeah. position, and, we, and, we, and it's we, a media we, thing of that. Um, yeah. yeah, and we've said all along, you know, we wanted to kind of you know throw that shackle off us to prove that's not you were not doing the Burnley. I'm doing the <laughs> commas, you yeah. can't see. Um, but the longer that you know, longer that say we don't get anything against Chelsea, people are just going to keep trotting this out. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, you're still you, you're starting to look tired, aren't you? You've played 11 games now already, and you, th- you and think we're trying yeah. to shake this off. So and people, you know, the media pub will also argue that there's a lot of players that going to have international duty, so they're not having a break again. Yeah, Jimenez is going all the way back, you know, to Mexico again or wherever he needs to travel the world for duty if, if they're away. But it's 10 players, isn't it? 10 players have gone away. I think it's like half the first team at least have gone away. It's not not. Not too many were getting a break as such, but you see already the media, they've already shifted their focus of their best of the rest now is Leicester. I've, I've heard already like a lot of people talking about no, You can't argue with that though. Like Leicester's going to be the seventh, uh, sixth place team or, or they're going to be the, they're going to be the new Wolves this year because they're disgaining us because of you know this view of Europa will stop mm. them getting anywhere in the league this year. So naturally, um, they're all looking to Leicester now as being the new, the new best of the rest. Well, Le- Leicester looked brilliant on Saturday though. Absolutely. I mean, in Vardy especially, but in a way, it's kind of like, okay, fine, we, you can be best of the rest, but we're in Europe, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> if, the thing is, if we, if they, they are going to go the way that you think now, that yeah, we got, we're already too far behind in their eyes, then just let them get on with it. If we, well, there was, I think one of them on the um, Tally Football Show said it. I can't remember which one said Wolves couldn't care less if they finish mid-table and they get to a quarter-final in Europa League. Yeah, couldn't care less. I couldn't care less either. So. And that's why I thought that game against Serena was so key. I think I put it in the group chat that if we had got knocked out at that point, it would have been devastating. I think that people's perceptions and emotions for the rest of the season would have been quite. Meh. I don't think. I think you look. You know, we win the championship, so there's an excitement. Last season, not only win the Premier League for the first time and playing these teams again for the first time in ages, we've got a whole new raft of exciting players, and we go on this great cup run and we're seventh in the Premier League. So there's excitement. If we got knocked out of Europe in the qualification, I just think for the rest of the season, fans would have gone, what's there to look forward to? We're playing the same teams we've played before. Do you kind of see where I'm... I, yeah, I, just, I don't just know whether... Like, just like how we felt when we won League One, but we got knocked out of the Johnson's paint. Yeah. <laughs> but there's always... Yeah, because we were, we were absolutely genuinely gutted on here. <laughs> but, as <laughs> the I really am, really am. but as the season's gone on, there's always been something to look forward to. And I just think there was so much attached to Europa League that if we got knocked out, the season might have been flat from the very, very beginning. Yeah, but because, it's not because we're in Europe. Yeah, because you wouldn't have been look, you'd been looking at that. Oh, can we break top six with a squ- the squad like that in deflated and already been thrashed to death in the uh, qualifying <laughs> rounds? Um, is it a bad sign? Go back to the Everton game. Is there a bad sign that we can't work without Matinho? He's the best player we've ever had, so not really. You know, but it, we, never, a, we didn't have him in the championship. Yeah, but that's a championship. No, but I'm just saying that. No, it's. I think it, you it, can't. We can't become a team that's reliant our system plays to one player. Like the whole Jimenez argument that when he didn't play, the system didn't work. If it's the same as everyone though. If you take Salah out of Liverpool, you take the best player out of every team. You're gonna be. You're gonna struggle. And with us, our best player is so much better than everyone else in the squad. Bar Jimenez, maybe you could look at that, but he's just so integral, and we haven't had to. It's always been the worry with and. When he has dropped out in the cups and stuff, then you think we just don't look the same. But and it's, it's inevitable. He can't play every game, though. Surely, no. I think we did. then that's where the Premier League sacrifice is going to have to come come from. So I'd rather play him in Europe and beat everyone there, and maybe lose to I don't know Newcastle or whatever. Turning that from earlier. <laughs> How did Lucas didn't you not get booked in that game? So that's my, <laughs> other, that's my other biggest peeve. 
Every he went 90 minutes without getting booked is a joke. And boy, you, you can get kicked in the face, score a goal, and still not get booked is a joke. They need to sort the laws out of the game. Are you going to write another strong letter? I'm going to write. I'm going I'm to go. I'm gonna, where is the headquarters now? I'm going to drive from here tonight. <laughs> Send a send a screenshot of your betting slip as well that because then you took money off you. I mean, you someone's back. lost a grand there because of inept refereeing again. <laughs> <laughs> um, Vinagra and Neves also not having a good game again. Season. This is back to your point, Stu, on the live show. Can't mention it again, but you know, <laughs> I said it before the live show. I said it last season that he's just not stepped up for me. And he's, he's had again. It still stands three or four good games in the season and a bit. Then Vinagra just looks completely. He doesn't look ready like we thought he did, which is a bit of a worry. Um, I mean, we looked at before the game. We looked at that and we, we said, "Oh, great! Look, look at that pace, the wing yeah. back stuff." The problem is, as good as he's going forward, I'm talking about Vinagre. Yeah. Now, <laughs> okay. As good as he's going forward, he's proved that he's got a lot of work to do on the defensive side. Yeah. I mean, he had he had a shocker against Torino, didn't yeah. he? Hoofing players up in the air and giving them away penalties. And then against Everton, some, like I said before, some, sometimes he's just nowhere to be seen, wasn't he? And, and then that provokes mistakes from other players, like your bollies. Yep. Yeah, I think Bolly, Bolly wouldn't have been on the touchline if he'd have been position. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So he's, I mean, let, let's be honest, he's, he's no doubt he's going to be a great player. Just at the minute, he's, 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 not, playing, he's not playing well. He's, he's, he's a bit of a, a risk to us if you put him in the team at the minute because, I'm, I'm, okay, I'm going, I'm going off two bad games here, but... They've been two really, really mm. bad games from him, and I'm a, a bit worried he needs to work on his defensive side a bit more. I think we can't put, but play both of them again now. Not, in the, not in the Premier League or against good sides. No, Maybe like your, your promoted sides, mate. Yeah, and Reading. Mm. But yeah, you can't play the two of them now because it's too much of a risk. We're really too frail. Um, some positives, really. Traore once again set up a goal, did really well. I thought. Again. You can't not play the guy. You, you know my opinion. So defensively, he's a liability, mm. and he will cost us in a big game. But you can't not play him at the moment. He's our main out. He's our main outlet. I guess it's a trade-off, isn't it? They say he's got all that attacking prowess and pace. And then you, you can't then expect him to be. He's not Cafu, basically. Is he? <laughs> let's, let's be honest. He's not. He can't do it. He can't it needs do it. He's not the perfect yeah. right wing back. Is he? He's not. He's just. He's, he's not. And if he was, he wouldn't be at Wolves. So we, we all knew the gamble we were taking yeah. with him. But I mean, at the minute, you can't drop him because he's just he's just scaring the shit out of left-backs, both in Europe and in the Premier League. Right now, they, they don't know what to do to deal with him. I think if, you, play. Yeah, if you're playing Traore, I think you need to, like Sheffield United do with um, Nord in that weird overlapping centre-backs thing that everyone's wanking off over. It's, I haven't seen it actually work yet, but... Um, where you need, so if he's going to bomb on, then you need someone to cover his position. So you need one of the midfielders, maybe even leave Saison instead of Neves to just drop back into right back when he goes marauding off. Uh, just, just something like that, just to shear it up on the right hand side. Uh, another person I thought did quite well, Catrone, I thought, mm. looked handful, didn't he? Looked Massive tasty, left. probably very unlucky not to equalise a second time, we could say from Pickford. I thought he did, gave himself a good innings. He put himself about. He- does look very emotional to me. Like he could break down into tears at any oh, point. Oh, he was so annoyed when he he had those two chances, well, especially the first one, which picked for stay, but there was another one where he was just like, he, literally for two minutes afterwards, he was still talking to himself, annoyed yeah. by yeah. it. He, 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 he's very Italian. He's very you Italian. Think, Italian. You think he's saying mamma mia but to that himself. Is, <laughs> <laughs> he but, will jump into the safe bank if he ever scores a yeah. winner, wouldn't he? But some of his celebrations on YouTube are great. But surely you want that. You want a striker who's caring that he's tried to finish it and he hasn't. I mean, basing it off 
we're basing it off not very many games from at the mm. minute. But I, I as someone about him, I really, really like the look of him. I, re- I really think he'll be a great player for us. He's got to try and get in and shoo him, shoo himself yeah. into the team. But I didn't think though that it worked. Ultimately, we could try and him as up no, front. Not at all. I think that's the dilemma now. You need a jot. I think that's what probably Neto is. They're trying to make Neto is that it'll be a Catroni Neto Jimenez Jota combination. But I don't think a Catroni Jimenez combination can work it seems to me like there was times on Sunday they didn't want to pass to each other because mm. that's their their instinct th- is to go for it yeah well Jota's going to be their other partner really one of the, that's their spot isn't it they can't, have, they can't both be the target man with a Jota by the side of them I mean there was that bit in the first half with Jimenez they had a counter attack and Jimenez just ran and ran you were like Katrina should have laid him in at pass one it, point pass it pass it and he just ran into three Everton defenders I think their natural instinct is to go for it whereas you've got that Jota or Neto you've got someone there to tee it up or for you vice versa you look at the Jota and Jimenez got a card if I'm next season where it's just like three one twos before they actually get the Katrina and Jimenez I don't think that ever crossed their mind on Sunday mm. well Jota and Neto attacking midfielders more than anything else as well which helps you can't play two out and it's strong it's madness not in the 90s anymore I mean what, what I would like I would like Katrina to get a goal soon because yes. what you don't you don't want to drag on where he keeps coming off the bench for you know he's twenty minutes in the league or, or whatever or a rare start and he just doesn't get a goal. You don't that'll yeah. just that'll then become like an albatross around his neck when it when that's one when he when he got that penalty in his debut. Yes. We all wanted him to take it, didn't we? Yeah. Obviously then the team tactics pulled round, didn't they? But we were saying oh he needs to you know, it'd be nice for him to get a goal. Look, it's it's the Bonatini seeky sliding doors moment. <laughs> I keep arguing about you have that one chance if you don't score you don't know what's gonna happen. I think he 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 looks like he's got a good shot on him. So and he work you can say he works hard, you know, he, he, He's not. He's not. Got a lovely he's, first he's, touch. It's not going to be for mm. want of lack of effort, is it? Really, he's not going to just be standing there waiting for someone to give him the ball. But like I say, I can see at some point he's going to get himself sent off as well. At some point, <laughs> just because of his fiery nature. He's going to be the first uh, player to do the DX celebration when he scores, or <gasps> or the or the Pochettino Champions League semi-final the celebration. Will be aiming for then. Yeah, massively. <laughs> um, the final bit of this, I just want to say then is. In the Premier League, three draws, one defeat in four games, one defeat in ten games, yet 17th in the Premier League, only one of two teams in the Premier League at the moment that hasn't won yet. But sure, there's nowhere near panic stations. No, surely, nowhere so. near panic stations. And I think the break has come surely at the right time for the think, squad. If people are panicking, they need to go and have a serious look at themselves. Or put themselves in a panic room and stay there. <laughs> because it's just, it's just not that... There was a reason why, for years, now tables weren't even published until five, well, ten games in to start with, and then five games in afterwards, because it's just nonsense. Apart from Villa being close to relegation, which is probably going to happen, the rest of the table, you look at the rest of the table, it's nonsense. It's four games. It's a bit like the Championship again, where you win two games and you're top of the league, isn't it? Mm. <laughs> you bottom. I mean, apart, from, apart from the top two in the Premier League, which I presume is still Man City, Liverpool, I'm presuming then the rest of the table is still up for grabs at the minute, isn't it, really? You could, Wolves could win two games now and go up to fourth. No point looking at the table yeah. now, to be honest. We're four games into a season where we've played six European games. No one should... Four tough fixtures as well, on paper. Yeah. I know every Premier League game is nothing, nothing to roll mm. over now, but we the start of the season when those fixtures yeah. came out. Two, two top six... Two, well, three top six rivals in the first three games. And a game where you feel like we should have 
beaten Leicester given the circumstances. Well, yeah, and since they've changed the rules now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We could have beat Man United another day. Yeah. I know Man United had chances and missed the penalty, but... And as much as we don't want to put the Europa tagline on, still, to get those results with an extra game thrown in I'd have been and ha- to travel is a good result. I'd have been well. happy if we'd have had no points at all, but we'd still qualified for Europe. Mm, just, no, I'm not sure. I'd have wanted some people panicking then, but yeah. people in panicking there, them just flannels. We've got to get out of Europa, Franksy. Get us out. Someone actually said that the other week. <laughs> They've actually said it. They, he phoned up. He said, "It's um, this this Europe a for us. We need to concentrate on the Premiership." I, I, honestly, Some I people don't deserve sex. Is that what? I said sex. Then I mean, say success. <laughs> yeah, I said some people don't deserve sex. Well, is that as well? Is that what it is? We we European football. Phone in WM don't deserve sex. Yes. Yeah. They're phoning. They're phoning Franks instead of Graham Torrington. <laughs> That's their problem. <laughs> Is that what it is, Wolves? Don't you need Premier League, Europa League football? Call in now. <laughs> uh, Jen, let's all cheer ourselves up then, shall we? With the one bit of the podcast we enjoyed the most. Are we not doing a man of the match for Everton? Well, we lost, so not really. Patricia, I thought we always me. did that, even no, regardless. No, I think it's only when we've got a positive result or a win. Let's cheer ourselves up. Let's do Come da- on, Dan. Let's do Dan's quiz. Um, yes, of course, we'd like to know how you get on. At WWFC Fancast on Twitter, uh, Wolves Fancast on Facebook. Dan's got the glasses off, yeah. which means it's serious time. Yeah, because there's a, re- a reflection in my glasses, and how some people have done it in the past. So it's time to get our notes on our phone. Yeah, it's time for Dan's quiz. That's how you get on. Daniel Hughes, over to you. On Sunday, Willie Bolly received his second red car for... Oh, Willie? Second red card for Wolves. Yeah. But how many red cards in total does he now have in his career? Ooh. What is there any other? How old is he? Twenty seven. Carry the two. Remember he's only played about twenty seven games yeah. in his career. <laughs> Co-sign. How many red cards have in his career? That one. Here we go. Locked. It's locked in. I'll come to Adam first. He's, he's typing a long number here. Give me your French French answer. Trois. Trois. I've gone for five. Eight red cards. It's not Sergio Ramos. <laughs> Fancy. The correct answer is five. Yes. Oh. Two for Wolves. Come on. Three for Braga. This is what happens. I get my sneaky one will wins. One nil win, sorry. Braga. Right. He doesn't like that cliff, does he? <laughs> you know what? Angry what about that cliff? When when we the Euros were in Portugal, mm. and you played that on the um, on the official video game of the tournament. Does anyone buy it? Do you buy those games? Yeah, I love them. I did. The, the, actually, I never saw the point in those games. Euro Euro twenty twenty is part of um, eFootball Pez twenty twenty this year. Free update in the summer. <sighs> okay, anyway, anyway, some people. But I, I <laughs> went playing that game. I thought, oh, that cliff looks class. I'll never get to go there. And I still can't go there because gold is wedding. <laughs> right, Dan. Question number two. As it's international week. What number did Ruben Neves wear for Portugal in this summer's Nation League? Nation League. Mm. The uh, Nation of Domination <laughs> League. <laughs> yeah. uh, what number did he wear? Um, I'm going for that one. I'm just spitballing here. It's one of 20. <laughs> I'm locked in. I've locked mine in. Adam's locked in. I'm locked in. Should we you locked in? Yeah. Um, Dave first. I'm going for 17. 17. Stu? Six. Adam? Eighteen. Ooh. Correct answer was eighteen. <laughs> oh, look at this. I'm, I'm nodding. It's tasty now. This oh, quiz nodding. is tasty. Stu's struggling this season in the quiz. Lost to Jake the one week. Stu's got Europa League syndrome. syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> I shot my load too soon and then got cut off. <laughs> Literally. 
<laughs> Next question. Romain Saïs scored his seventh league goal for Wolves on Sunday. Ooh. Who did he score his first against? Oh, God. For Wolves, presumably, yeah. Yeah, yeah first league goal for Wolves, yeah. <laughs> okay. This is a Wolves podcast. Oh, I don't know. Could have been for one of his other teams. Um, I think it was this particular football association team. <laughs> Ooh, gives nothing away there. Super um, romances, romances, super romances. <clears throat> I blocked in, by the way. I know it wasn't this team, but I just can't. Stu, have you got a team there? Yeah, I have, but I don't think it's. Oh, hang on. I'm now. One day I'm going to have to push you. I'm now locked in. Stu first. Just the memorable one at Millwall. Adam? I've gone for Burton. Oh. Dave? I've also gone for Millwall. The correct answer was Burton. Oh. <laughs> Do you remember? I'm nodding again. Neves free kick, Stephen Boy Water palms it down and oh, says he's on the him. line. <laughs> Uh, good times, good times. So it's Stephen Poyward. 2-1-0. Massive ears. On September the 3rd, 1994, Walls woke up to the news that the late, great Billy Wright had passed. We drew one all away to Sunderland that day. Who scored for Wolves? There we go. 1994. 1994. Have you already got locked in, Stu? Mm. You must know the answer then. I don't even know if this player... Unless he's rushed and gone for Steve Ball. I don't know if this player was a player at the time, but I will have a guess. It's two one zero in the quiz. Adam has a right ponder through the wall. And I don't know. I don't know. Have you got <laughs> have you all got answers locked? I've got an answer locked in. Adam. Adam. Osborne. It's too early that was. Kelly. David. Uh Jeff Thomas. The correct answer was Mark Venus. Oh. You, you rushed it, Stu, you're still in Europe, trying to get that away goal. <laughs> Three Sunderland players on that day went on to play for Wolves. Name them. Oh, Christ. Three ex-Sunderland, three ex-Sunderland players that played for Wolves. I know one definitely. I have literally no idea with this. Just try and get as many as you can. I'll give you a minute. <laughs> You're going to fill for a minute? I'm going to fill for a minute with the names of all the footballers I can remember with the name Phil. <laughs> Phil Neville, Phil Stamp. <laughs> Phil Massinger. Phil Massinger. Phil Thompson. <laughs> Philomena. Vanderberg. Sorry, can I just, re- just go back <laughs> on that question? Any players from Sutherland who have gone on to play for Wolves or no, in that year the pl- in that game that I just mentioned yeah. where it finished one all on September right. the 3rd 1994 there were three Sunderland players in that lineup yeah. for Sunderland yeah. that day yeah, yeah, yeah. that went on to play for Wolves right okay uh, that still hasn't helped me <laughs> <laughs> not at all um oh, it's, it's, uh, it's the tie break after this one as I said earlier it's a doozy this week is that about the uh, the man in the cat? I know this isn't right it's for one, related. but I'm just going to go for it anyway. I've literally got can you, one. Can you all just lock in at least one player I've got each? one locked in. I know that's wrong, but it just, I, want, I want to say his name. So Okay. No. It, we'll, we'll stop there. Whatever you've got, you've got. Okay. Dave? Uh, Mickey Gray. Mickey Gray. Is that just your one, yeah? That's Stuart? Mickey Gray. Um, I think it's too early for Craddock, but why not? Uh, Darius Kubicki and Don Goodman. Okay. Oh, Oh, that's wrong. Patalainen. He didn't play for Sunderland. The correct answers were Don Goodman. Oh, 2-1-1. One, one. Michael Gray. 2-2-1. Two, two, 
Darius Kabicki. <laughs> did you say Kabicki? I did. Oh, he's... Two, two, two. What? <laughs> Stu's come out, got them away goals. <laughs> it goes the to back. the tie-breaker. Is it? No, it's 2-2-2 two, two, two now, isn't it? It's 2-2-2. Two, two, two. Oh, it is 2-2-2. Two, two, two. Where do I get that three from? Jeez, what and a late surgery. This <laughs> week's tie-breaker is a number and a player. <laughs> oh, God. So you get man. points for both. If you add up the league goals that Adiakim Boye, Tamori Ketspoya and John DeWolf all scored for Wolves, what player's shirt number would you get from the 2005-2006 season? <laughs> Can you just repeat that question for me, please? So, Adiakimboye. If you add up yeah. all of the league goals that Adiakimboye, yeah. Tamori Ketspoya, yeah. and John DeWolf scored for Wolves, yeah. what player's shirt number would you get from the 2005 2006 season? Are we getting a point each, or have you got a. Well, if you can get the number, yeah. you'll probably win. If you get the player, you'll probably get another point on top of I'm that. I'm not going to get the player on this. Um, I'm going to go for a number because I just have no idea. Yeah, I'm just going to go for a number. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. Five, five, six is too, uh, too late for that. Oh, Stu's going to get this, isn't he? I thought, <laughs> yes, we've got him. He's on Google he's, here, isn't he? His no. tail's up. Yeah. To be honest, that, even if you, the amount of time you've got on Google and somewhere managed to just find that that quickly, I'd be impressed. He smells blood. 2005-6. Putting pressure on the home team. Yeah, but then you've got to like work. You've got to get the number of goals that right first before yeah, you even I looked at the I'll, squad I'll, list I'll this feels like Stu feels like no, a quiz version of Watford in the FA Cup I've got a number yeah, my number's locked in right. okay Adam's first Adam 23 23 Stuart 25 oh jeez I've, I've way shot here 45 can <laughs> the correct answer oh was 24 <gasps> so smack just right there in the middle of us <laughs> just, just there if you can guess what player wore the 24 shirt in the 2005-2006 season? You win this week's quiz. <laughs> oh, the Otherwise, pressure. they'll have to be a quick find someone oh, on Twitter. To f- well, no, it'd be. Oh, yeah, I could do that. Yeah, you I? do yeah. that. Okay. So, who wore the 24 shirt for Wolves in the 2005-2006 season? I'm not answering. Just because oh. I, th- I feel we should have a short time span to get this, uh, get his player name. Dum dum. Dum dum. Okay. Here we go then. And well, Stuart, reveal Anderton. your answer. Anderton. 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 <laughs> oh, wow. What was the answer? Gabor Jeepers. Oh, okay. <sighs> right, I will go on the power of Twitter to get a <laughs> final definitive answer. Um, just double check it. It's like one of those penalty shootouts that just won't end. <laughs> uh, as you all know, gentlemen, in the last few days, Mr. Timothy Spears has now departed the shores of the Express and Star, and that he's been replaced by two correspondents at Walls. One is Rosie Swar- uh, Swarbrick, uh, f- who used to be a reporter for, well, he's still now, but will soon not be a reporter for the Gazette for Fleetwood Town. The other one is uh, Timothy 2.0, Joe Edwards. But, gentlemen, how many people does Joe Edwards. <laughs> Follow, oh, okay, not his right. following. How many people does Joe Edwards at Joe Edwards underscore star blue follow? Follow, follow in the shadows. How does he follow? Um, he's a blue tick on Twitter. His bio is Walls Right. He's a what? A blue tick oh. on Twitter. See <laughs> <laughs> my little picture. He, he, he liked that. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to know what you DM people on Twitter. No, that, I, that. I, he's a Walls writer for the Express and Star. It's his bio. It says on here that he's followed by Colorado Walls, Nathan Judah, and Stu. 
Yeah. Amongst fo- 70 Who's footers. Checking, Who's checking? No, he's no. not. I can verify he's not. Uh, he joined Twitter in September 2014. He's locked in a number. It will be bang on nearest one. Stu. 370. 370. I've just gone for around 600. 600. I, can I could t- have way overshot mine. I can tell you, back at it, after his stumble, <laughs> Stu, you have not won because it's Adam who's won this week. <laughs> 803. 803. Bosher. Adam picks up a point on the quiz. And, you, and, and, we're, and is this one recorded this time? It has. It's going to cut off any did second. Did you win the quiz last time? Yeah. I won the quiz where it fell, yeah, stopped recording. So that's two. And that was, a tie, that was a tiebreaker win as well. So it? you must be leading I the think. board, yeah, surely? Two. And then one. <laughs> you yeah. so don't play two. two. Well, you want Stu. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter, do <laughs> Two ones and zero. I don't think I've won one yet. I don't know. Yeah, I did not talk about it. I won one early on, and then the Jake thing happened. Right, okay, let's um, let's get through a uh, quick round of Twitter corner. Lynx Wolf says, are you in favour of having the transfer market back to how it was last season in line with the rest of Europe? There was a story today that the gossip is uh, looking to vote for that to revert it back to the system we knew of old. Um, so yeah, really, that question. Would you be in favour of it going back to basically end of August? It cancels, well, it closes or still before the transfer win, before the season starts, the domestic season? We need to stop thinking we've run the world and just be friendly with neighbouring countries. So is that? We need to. We need to. We need to. We either. We either have it what we've got, and everyone else follows us. Or if no one's going to follow us, we've got to follow them. I feel like there's a Brexit laden <laughs> argument in this. It was just a, it was just a pointless idea. It's just a stupid idea anyway. Yeah. I, I don't. Know if, I, if they thought, oh, because that, that we've done this, they'll just follow well, us. That's all it is, isn't it? And, they, and the, the rest the, of you have done far differently to yeah. everyone else. They've tried to do the transfer window out different to everyone else. They'll just need to just stop being. The British Empire's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yeah. It, you should just go back. Go back. <laughs> the old way. Stu. Yeah, the, the, f- just this once, just go, go with what Europe <laughs> says. Um, our very own Andy Gillard says, which actor or actress do you believe deserves more respect? For me, it's Nicolas Cage. Any actors or actresses out there you think, you know what, give them a bit of respect, goddammit. He gets taken the piss out of because of that Wicker Man remake, doesn't yeah. he? <laughs> oh, God. It's a bit hammy. And Ghost Rider as well, that was shit and all. I never, I never watched that. <sighs> Anyone you think, give give that person a bit more respect? Um I don't know. Uh, Zach Efron? I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I have no idea. I I Respect his filmography. He did play uh, Ted Bundy, didn't he? Yeah. And apparently, well, so I don't know. Sirian Andy's probably going to decimate It was all right. Opinion. Where's Mark Commodian you need? <laughs> Come on, tell us. It was all right, but it, because he had that, the Netflix thing before it, it, that was just much better. And it just released him at the same time seemed a bit strange. See, he still can't get any respect. Who's was the guy who's played Superman, the recent one? Brendan Routh. No, not that one. Jeez, no. Brendan Brothers is great. No, the recent one. Tom Holland. Not no. Tom Holland, that's Spider-Man. Oh, Go on. fucking hell, you nerd. <laughs> you need to grow up, don't you? Grow up Look, like a, a Toby Maguire. No, oh, that's again Spider-Man. Hey, hey, hey. Spider-Man 4. Now that Sony's gone back, Spider-Man's gone back to Sony, I'd have that all day with Tobey Maguire. Look, I could discuss Sony, Spider-Man, Disney all day long. Anyway, other actors. No, the guy who played Batman Superman. The British actor who plays Superman. See, he, Henry the, Cavill. Henry Cavill. Give him a bit more respect. I think he's all right. With his, his digitally removed Tash. And that one as well. I thought I thought Man of Steel was a good film. I know now people say Man of Steel was a terrible film. No, Man, of Man, of, Man of Steel's better than a lot of the other films in that nonsense franchise. But. And you need to also watch the extended three-hour version of Batman Superman. Yeah, yeah. When you watch that, it's actually a good film. Dan, do you want to 
go for a pint or something. <laughs> something oh, do you, something you, else. <laughs> Right, last question. Jordan Russell, our very own Jordan Russell as well. Uh, in light of the Mighty Ducks being the best trilogy ever made, yeah, not the last one, Jordan. Uh, which five players would make up the famous Flying V? <laughs> it's a question, Adam. Which players? Yes. You know Mighty Ducks when they did the Flying V when they go on the attack? Yeah, yeah. yeah but I'm trying one. to decide for which, for which players you're referring to Other f- from the film. No, which players of the Wolf Squad oh, okay. would would you have on a counter-attacking That's movement fine. that would make up the flying V, which I do think in football could work? Traore, Emery Kamara, Steve Froggart. <laughs> Jilks. Michael, Michael Jilks and Lewis Goulburn. <laughs> would they be able to interpass it as they're moving, though? Like, pass it back? Absolutely not. No. I think we can all sense the mood and I can think we all sense the apathy I think we all need the international break <laughs> and on that bombshell that's where we'll leave the podcast this week you can follow us all week on social media just type in Wolves Fancast and of course if you want to listen to the live show yep it's the last time I mention it wallsfancast.bandcamp.com £2.50 and most of that money depending on what Bandcamp's cut is of course will we will be donating to mine so download donate and enjoy gentlemen let's all go have a break shall we Let's go enjoy some righteous English international football. Uh, but for this time, <laughs> Dan, it's bye to you, your good self. Bye. <laughs> it's, uh, and also, everybody, next time we'll see Adam, he will be a married man. Uh, th- this is correct. Yes. This, the, these are facts. These are factual. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. So all the best, Adam, and it's bye to you, sir. Goodbye. And it's bye to you, sir, Stu. It's part two's out next week as well, so everyone can go and enjoy that. I said it's bye to you, sir. <laughs> See you next time. Acast powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a new season we recommend. I'm Sam Bungie, one of the hosts of West Cork, a story about a community on the far south coast of Ireland that became a kind of paradise for people looking for a fresh start. And nobody knew their past. You could be who you wanted to be rather than who you really were. Then one newcomer was murdered and another was suspected of doing it. I see him in the market and really he's always trying to be normal and trying to get people to like him but we all know don't we listen to west cork now on acast acast recommends